Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we've got Thornwood in Ackworth. Walmart is closing tech hubs. What does that mean for Metro Atlanta? And winter home maintenance checklist. What are you planning to do as we move from winter into spring regarding taking care of your home? Keeping it, keeping it in tip-top shape. Don't forget, we want to connect with you, and it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions that we answer on air or off air. You can make comments about anything we say. You can push back on anything we share. You can share your ideas with us. We always love for people to share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. We are available on all major podcasting platforms, all of them. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to help you as a homeowner in that neighborhood determine whether or not you might have some type of advantage when it comes to selling your home. Thornwood, which is in Ackworth, Cobb County, of course, you take five 75 north to exit 4, which is Bells Ferry Road, and then go north. The subdivision is past Shallerford Road on the right, for those who are familiar with that area. We're going to take a look at what happened in this neighborhood over the last three years so that you can get a good idea of what's happening. There are 155, 160 homes in the neighborhood, which means we would expect there to be about 10 homes selling in the neighborhood pretty much every year. We expect about 7% of the homes in all metro atlanta neighborhoods to turn or to sell every single year sometimes it's lower in some areas of metro atlanta the turnover rate is much lower and in some areas it is higher in 2020 there were nine homes that sold in thornwood they took an average of 21 days from the date they were listed to the date they went under contract the average sales price was three hundred and sixteen thousand seven hundred and twenty two dollars sellers had to discount their homes 1.3 percent in order to find a buyer the low price was two hundred and fifty thousand the high price was three hundred and fifty one skipping ahead a year to 2021 eight homes sold those eight homes took an average of 19 days from the date they were listed to the date they went under contract and the average sales price increased from three hundred and sixteen thousand up to three hundred and 65000 so let's just call that about a $45,000 increase year over year. Not too shabby. Those range from a low of 320000 up to a high of 427700 Homes sold for 2.8% more than they were listed for. So the average sales price to list price ratio in the neighborhood was 102.8. Now, Fast forward to 2022, nine homes sold, same as 2020, one more than 2021. Average days on the market, 27. Sales prices increased $102,000 to 465000 So they went from three sixteen dollars to three dollars to $465,000. Those ranged from a low of 370000 up to a high of six hundred. dollars Thousand homes sold for 0.9%, just a little less than 1% more than their list price. It's amazing. 316,000 to 363 to 465. There are currently three homes available for sale, which means there is four months worth of inventory, which means that neighborhood is at the low end of what we would consider to be a balanced market. What does that mean? If you have less than four months worth of inventory, meaning if no new listings came on the market and you only had those three homes based on how long it took to sell houses in the past, 
and we know there was nine homes sold in the last 365 days, how long would it take to sell the three homes that are on the market? And the answer is four months. If it has less than four months worth of inventory, we consider that a seller's market. If it has four and five months worth of inventory, we consider that a balanced market. And if it has more than five months worth of inventory, we consider that a buyer's market. So it is at the low end of a balanced market. If you're looking to get a home, if you're looking to buy a home and you're looking to be in that Cobb County, that Ackworth area, it could be Thornwood is a good option for you. 156 homes in the neighborhood. Let's just say that's between 155 and 160. The average home in the neighborhood in 2012, when prices hit their low during the recession, was 179357 179357 which means homeowners in that neighborhood have increased their equity in the last 10 years to the tune of $45 million. The elementary school is Chalker Elementary. The middle school is Palmer Elementary, and the high school is Kell High School. If you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. It is the only place in the United States you can get one of these. You go to gogaddisradio.com. A school chimp report is an amazing report. You can either choose to analyze one public high school in Metro Atlanta compared to the average of all public high schools, or you can choose to compare one public high school to another public high school. And what is so interesting is that it gives you a rating or a ranking using a proprietary algorithm that gives you a score anywhere from 20 to 100 with, you know, in the 90s being an A and the 80s being a B and the 70s being a C. You know how that works. And then it'll also overlay all the demographic information you want. What's the average age of a home in that area? What's the percentage of homeowners versus renters? What's the average educational attainment? What's the average household income? All the stuff that you probably would like to know before you buy a home in an area, you can get it by going to gogaddisradio.com, clicking on School Chimp. It'll also give you the last five to seven years worth of real estate data so you can see exactly what's happening, average sales prices, total days on the market, total sizes of homes, all of that kind of stuff. If you are looking for a home to purchase in Metro Atlanta and you're frustrated because you're not finding your dream home or not what you consider to be your dream home on the website you're currently searching, I invite you to consider changing websites. And if you want to know what website I would recommend, it is suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Finding a home when you are ready to move and when you have these huge dreams and all of these desires for the future is no joke, because if it is a good home and you recognize it as a good home, you might not be the only person who recognizes it. So you don't want to search a site that doesn't pull listings from both listing services in Metro Atlanta. You want to use SureMLS.com instead, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com instead. Walmart has announced that it is closing tech hubs. And what does that mean? Because just about a year ago, they announced an expansion of a tech hub in Metro Atlanta. This is from an Atlanta Business Chronicle article back in February. Less than a year after announcing a new technology hub in Atlanta, retail giant Walmart says it'll shutter three of its other U.S. tech hubs and require those workers to relocate or work remote, which is good because I didn't hear in that so far that they're closing the tech hub or stopping the plans for Metro Atlanta, Walmart is the latest company to announce tech cuts as the industry tries to navigate economic uncertainty. The Atlanta office of Google and Microsoft and Twitter have posted layoffs 
as well as local tech companies such as OneTrust. Microsoft also said this month that it would pause its massive West Side Atlanta campus, which could support up to 15,000 workers. Atlanta's tech hub remains part of the retailer's location strategy, Walmart says. They've made the decision to focus their team's tech team's presence within select locations, and Atlanta is one of those. In March of 2022, Walmart said it would expand its global tech enterprise with new hubs in Atlanta and Toronto and add thousands of new jobs company-wide. few details were released at that time or about how many employees it would employ. The Walmart careers page includes four job openings in December and January for cybersecurity roles in Atlanta. Three of the positions are based at 3021 Bowling Way in the Buckhead Village Development. Walmart has mandated that all of its technology workers get back into the office, letting them work a certain number of days in the office and a certain number of days out of the office. There are several other companies in Metro Atlanta that are embracing something very similar. UPS now requires their white-collar workers to be in the office three days a week. Visa just opened a new Atlanta office and says it's most flexible and cutting-edge-to-date office. Visa workers will spend half their time in the office and the rest working remote. When Walmart announced its Atlanta expansion, it said it chose the city because of its growing tech presence and diverse talent base. These factors have drawn other tech hubs to the city. Global footwear giant Nike is planning a new technology innovation center in West Midtown, which is very exciting. And Ford Motor Company has already signed a lease for 15,400 square feet for its research and innovation hub, which will again be in West Midtown. So, Walmart shutting tech hubs. We're going to continue the expansion in Metro Atlanta, and I think that is amazing. If you are anticipating getting ready for spring cleaning, then you need a list. Joseph and Stacy in Lawrenceville said, we just closed on our first home with your team and received a homeowner's maintenance schedule. Are there things we can jump on now instead of waiting for spring cleaning time? And we've got some suggestions for you. There are lots and lots of things you can do. Um, my suggestions would be just a really quick list. <laughs> Number one, inspect the inside perimeter and secluded areas of your basement for water seepage from cracked walls or floors or clogged gutters or something like that. More than likely, uh, as a recent buyer of a home, that was already done for you by your home inspector. If you use your fireplace a lot, it's a good idea to have it cleaned at least once a year. Maybe at the end of the season is a good time to do that. Check all smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors. That is wonderful. Number four, cold weather can affect door locks, so it's a good idea to spray them with a lubricant like WD-40, or they make this graphite spray that you spray inside of them, or paste, I guess it is, maybe, to keep them from getting stuck. Replace your HVAC filters every 30 days, even during the coldest days of winter. Check your garage door's auto-reverse feature to make sure it is operating properly. Number seven, inspect your gutters and roof for ice, broken branches, or other debris. Shouldn't have too much ice. Here in Metro Atlanta, number eight, clean your stove and oven of grease and avoid the risk of fire. Number nine, clean all the vents, including the one in your dryer. That is a very important one to do. Number 10, maintain the water heater by checking the temperature and pressure relief valve. Um, I think you can actually go and they, they suggest that you take the top of that valve and just spin it around. If it is stuck and won't spin, I think they say the valve has gone bad. If it will spin, you should be in good shape. And then the last thing, if your home feels chilly, add weather stripping to doors and windows. These are all kinds of good things that you can do. We appreciate you joining us for another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. 
We look forward to talking to you next Saturday at 9 a.m. We look forward to talking to you then, Atlanta. Have a great week.